I didn't see you there. Hey, ho, hey, ho. We're just talking about exit strategy. So that's what uh, this last minute The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business on social media, what's hot and what's not straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business Bros. <laughs> yeah. Some naughty by nature. Mm. Always a good jam, always a good jam. Hip hop hooray, dude. We were talking Hip-hop about hooray. Hey, you know you know what would happen uh, if like we sold our business today for like a billion dollars? Uh, exit strategy? Damn, yeah, well, that, but in, I huh? would go hip hop hooray! <laughs> <laughs> like, that would be my exit strategy, and that would be it. And I'd be like, yeah, dude, I'm out. Peace. Yeah, of I'm course. Done. Everybody wants that iconic dream. That's what they all Well, want. yeah, that's, that's why we become entrepreneurs. That's the whole point, isn't it? It should be, but. Like, isn't okay. it? Yeah. Isn't it? Isn't it? it, isn't it? Should be. <laughs> however, well, you know what? I mean, all right, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, I'll however, make my argument comment. later. I remember talking to a number of different people who have told us about building a business for a lifestyle. If that's okay. the case, then their dream of being bought out by a billion dollar company is a little bit different. I mean, would they like to win the lottery? Sure, of course, that would make things a lot easier. But a lifestyle business probably isn't looking for that kind of stuff exit versus you know say somebody else who's building an insurance agency for example all right sure tell me what that what that means because i don't even know what that means a lifestyle business what does that mean yeah so um some people don't really want to work a lot right they want to do hardly Hell anything yeah. so they yeah. just want to chill in a certain lifestyle I'll, I'll give you an example what if you know I, I i remember going to hawaii and i was thinking dude what would i like if i had zero responsibility and i just wanted to kind of like kind of bum it on the beach as much as i can what would I do? And I was like, you know what I would do? I would probably hang out right here where all the tourists are. And I'd probably a couple times, a couple days, probably on Fridays or on Sundays, I'd hang out in the front of these hotels when people are checking in and be like, Hey, you're leaving. Uh, leave me your boogie boards and your chairs and whatever. And then I'd turn around and sell it to the same people on that other day. So why, why would you do that? If you have no responsibilities and you have all the money in the world and no, no, no. like that was on the low end, that's a lifestyle. Like that's just a oh. lifestyle choice, right? That, that's how I would make some extra money just to bum it on the beach. Like that's how I would do it. Right. That to me would be a, an example of a low end lifestyle business. No exit strategy right now. You're talking if we cashed out big time, like if you won a lottery ticket, if your company went public and it, you know, you had a huge IPO or if somebody bought you out, like what would you do then? I don't know. I'm just th- talking about exit strategies in general. So uh, like you say, a lifestyle business and it's like, okay, so I guess you choose your lifestyle and you choose to do a business that like coincides with it. Yeah. But I guess if you choose to do that then like your lifestyle is based on the business okay here's what i'm trying to say right is when i think of exit strategy like that's the first thing that i'm thinking about 
in business period. Like in everything that I do, uh, especially in the insurance business is I'm always thinking of what's the end result. Like what happens 10 years down the line, five years down the line, 30 years down the line, whatever, like how far out can I take this and think about it? And what, where do I want to be? Like, I, I think about the future a lot, right? Like I'm always thinking of exit strategies for, for all of our business, I guess for like life, like, like what is the exit strategy of, <laughs> we know what the exit strategy of life is, right? Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> that's not what I mean, though. Point, but yeah, yeah, that's not what you. But mean. like, what's what's the exit strategy from the work life? Mm. That's the ultimate question for me. Is like, what's the exit strategy for the work life? Because I am that person, right? I'm the one that doesn't really want to work. Like, if I don't have to work, like, I'm cool with that. But by the same token, like. My brain wants to do things. My body wants to do things. Like I want to be active and engaged in my life, right? Even if it's not necessarily quote unquote money making activities, you know, and, and, and all of that. Like what is more important to you? Is it like to make a bunch of money or to have a certain kind of lifestyle? Hmm. I like to be producing. I like to be You like to valuable. be producing. Yeah, mm -hmm. I like to be producing because mm -hmm. I like to be valuable. That's how I see, that's how I find myself to be valuable, by being able to produce content, being able to produce income, being able to be a provider. So like your self-worth, uh, self I was going to say self-worth, your self-worth is, is based on like how much you can produce and how much you can do? I think so. And that's that's just like, it's funny because same thing when we talk about running, right? Like, my right. self-worth in that physical space is well how far can you push yourself like uh -huh. comfortably i don't do it like super traumatically but i do try to get better i do try to get better yeah right like i think it's in i think that's just my nature you are always challenging yourself that is absolutely part of your nature you're always challenging yourself and i mean it's like so for me like i guess exit yeah. strategies are not uh -huh. necessarily um end all be all it's okay. like a period in time right so the 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 journey for this particular venture has ended and mm -hmm. i have a successfully beat that level now it's on to the next level right 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 and so for me though that's how i see a lot of a lot of exit strategies sometimes it's like you know we have a product or service and i test it out and i'm like ooh, did i like did i like doing that was it easy was it difficult was you know are there things that i can fix is there something that I can modify and adapt or do I cut my losses right here and scratch it and then go on to something else or modify it to something else? Mm -hmm. Like I hit those phases a lot, but I think uh, what, what tripped me out was when we were talking to Ryan a little while ago at one o'clock and, and that whole idea of, well, is it a pattern? Is it something that I do often that I like build something up and I'm like, Ooh, that's cool. Make money off of it. And then like, eh, that was the next. Is that a good thing? Or is that something in my past that's like holding me back something saying mm. no you can't take it to the next level this is where you stop right here like it made me really question a lot of that stuff you know like there's a lot of our business a lot of my previous little businesses and some of my existing little businesses could be thriving if i gave them that kind of effort but i always tend to step back a little bit i'm like all right i won 
and and, and you I don't, don't want to like, like you don't want to go on to the next level. Like I, I like like if I'm afraid to be challenged for some reason, even though I like. Well, you challenge. like you like certain challenges. Like it gets to a. I mean, you always say like like the startup is your favorite part. The idea phase, right? The idea it's phase. Like, ooh, we can do this. Ooh, we can do that. Mm-hmm. Right. But it, I, I feel like that's a lot of people's things, right? And, and in other words, for me, that sounds like um, I like the thought of a business, mm-hmm. not actually owning one. And I like building, like this piece goes here, this piece goes here, this piece goes here, this piece goes here. But like where I lack is having the resources mm. to put all those right pieces in place. Like if I had all the resources, like I could put the pieces in the right place. Mm. But it's fun. Building businesses is fun. I got to admit, it is fun. Right? It is fun. But exit strategy is also important. But Right? So here's the thing about the exit strategy is when do you think about it, right? A lot of people think about it at the end. That's that's exactly what I was going to – well, yeah, no, 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 that too. But two things, right? First is is when do you think about uh, exit strategy? The second is um, what kind of exit strategy are you thinking of? Because – one thing that, that I noticed that was really cool about our conversation just now is I'm talking about like my long-term exit strategy and like thinking way ahead where you broke it down and you're like, well, now I have this business going on. What's my exit strategy here? And I have this going on and I have what's my exit strategy here. And it really does have to be thinking about, okay, when is really my exit strategy from this project, from this venture, from this thing that I'm working on? Like um, with pipeline when we first started it you know uh we bought that agency right mm-hmm. and my thought was what's my exit strategy to get out of this, this location and, and being here all day every day yeah. and so we built something that got me out of that then it was what's my exit strategy so that i can go live in my rv and so i created an exit strategy so that i could live on the road and then what's my exit strategy for you know this part and that part and this and that. And now it's like, okay, so I'm, I'm doing this partnership with this other company, this, you know, potentially joint ventureship. It's is what it seems like, or whatever, uh, partner agency. Um, and so what's my exit strategy from that? What does that look like? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just two different things that, that we're looking at. And I really like the way that your, your mindset worked on it. You're like, no, it's like each one of our, um, Project things, each one of our projects has an exit strategy, needs an exit strategy. And to your point, what you were going to say was thinking about it before you jump into it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, it reminds me of uh, when we bought in Vegas, right? Uh-huh. Like, um, fortunately, so, so I'll tell the story. So we went to Las Vegas to learn about real estate investing. It was one of those uh, rah rah. Uh, hotel things that you go. <laughs> they got to us. They got us. And they got but us. hey, you know what? They paid for it also, so it's cool. They did pay for it all. You guys, I might as well tell that story. So what had happened was a different story. They paid for it. They paid for it. They paid for it. They paid us to go, and and so we thanked them, and we went to Vegas to learn about real estate. Well, at the end of this three-day seminar, which we learned a ton, by the way. We, we were did. like 20 years old at the time. Yep, 2021 yep. knew nothing about real estate walked out of there i wasn't even 21 language, yet. language essentially you weren't even 21 that's right you yep, weren't even yep. 21 yet um and uh so at the end they they take us on these tour buses around different neighborhoods and they pop a couple agents in there 
to show us the neighborhoods and now they take busloads of people to open houses. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, that's freaking genius. We'll just take a busload of people to come see your houses and that'll be a huge open house. Yeah, uh, and that's really what it was. And so you'd get back on the bus and like, who wants to buy this house? And of course, <laughs> uh, you know, everybody's like all pumped and you're like, yeah, we ended up walking out of Vegas. Uh, one property uh, addition to our asset one property up <laughs> or so we thought. Right. So or the problem so was thought. once we once we settled on on all the contracts, we realized we were going to be losing one hundred dollars a month on that on that transaction. Probably more so than that. But yeah, yeah, it was it was. No, I think it was about hundred bucks. It wasn't yeah, okay. that much, right. but it was. We weren't in a position to be spending an extra hundred bucks on a property, much less have a second mortgage. We um, had a Robert but, Kiyosaki moment. We had, we had. It was a, uh, it was a bad investment because our exit strategy was buy in a market that's hot, sell at a top of the market. We were banking yep. on appreciation. That was yep. not a good exit strategy. Um, it was a strategy, but it we wasn't a good one. We knew stuff was was too hot to handle, and we were banking on it never crashing anyways. So what we ended up doing because is- markets thinking, don't crash. Yeah, real estate markets <laughs> never crash. Okay. Red, uh, red flags oh, floating everywhere. Boy. Everybody's in denial. For, for we'll those of you that are, that are 2021 listening to us right now, um, this is real life-like experience. Like, we just went into this thing, and we bought kind of blindly. We were, you know, it was, it was, it was a time. But you know what? By the we same learned. token, I'm glad we did it at 20 and 21. Yeah. So we took a you risk. Know? We, we took, took a risk, huge right? risks. So, we took huge risks because you know what? In the end, it wasn't going to kill us. It wasn't. We didn't die, though. We didn't, we didn't die. die. Right. But did you so, die? But did you die? So what happened? So so anyways, we we're losing money on this rental property. And so we took a, a lesson from the stuff that we had learned, which was a lease option. And we turned a negative cash flow into a positive cash flow for about a year and a half. And then we sold it at a profit. So it was a good deal. It, it ended up being a good deal. We just happened to get out of a market before it crashed. However, you know, lucky, comma, whatever it was. That but, was luck. But we were able to use what we learned and put it into action to, re, to find a new exit strategy. How do we get out of this? How do we make it happen? The exit strategy was still uh, the same once from when we bought. It was to buy low and sell high, which is exactly what we did. But to survive the middle, that was the work, right? That was the lesson that we had to figure out. That was the that was the nitty gritty, the little system that we put in place, which at that point was a lease option. But after that, it pretty much worked on its own. And that and, and I think once we got a taste of that, it was awesome because we would make random trips to Vegas to collect rent, right? Because we heard it was a write-off. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what the hell that meant at the time, but it gave us a reason to go to Vegas. Uh, and and so you know that's that was the story, right? We you have an exit strategy, and once you know exactly where you're where you're going, you you know how you're going to exit this deal. Everything in the in between is the lessons that you're learning. This is where you get that's to get work. yourself out of the game, right? That's what the work really is. That's, that's why, you know, when James and I were sitting down talking about, okay, well. But exit strategies, though, exit strategies are are in, an important part of the work, right? Are. Because uh, it's, it, it's like uh, the Earl Nightingale thing, right? If you don't know where you're going, there's no way that you're going to know how to get there. Like, you got you to gotta write the map to get there. Um, and it's going to be two different things, right? If you want a lifestyle business as you said, 
right? I mean, whatever the lifestyle is that you want. Like if you want to learn something really high, highly advanced and get paid a shit ton of money for, you know, what you know, then that's your particular lifestyle. If your lifestyle is something else, then that's, you know, the beach bum idea that you were talking about, then that's what you get. But where was I going with that? I had a point. Sure. Um, <laughs> what's that? I was like, I'm not sure. But you were pointing I'm out the sure. different. You were pointing out the different examples of exit strategies, the the low end exit strategies for lifestyle business, and I think you were going to go into the the other. But side. the other side, yeah, and the other side of it is how do you like? For me, exit strategy is always about how do I work myself out of a job? How do yeah. I create something that somebody else can operate? while I move up a peg and do less work, right? It's like that pyramid. Yeah. The higher up the pyramid you go, the the you know, smaller your your space is, which means that your you the stuff that you actually do is less, but like your responsibilities are much higher. This is why the whole idea of uh, you know, where it becomes tax the rich and all these different things that people get mad at. And the rich always looking back at like, dude, you weren't there when I had to build all of this. Like, do you understand that I employ a lot of people? Like I provide mm -hmm. a service for a lot of people. I provide employment for a lot of people. Like mm -hmm. I pay a lot of taxes. I do a lot of this stuff, but I've, I've, I've afforded myself this time. Like when you hear people say I've afforded myself this time, like, what are they saying? We had that conversation. They're literally saying that they've, earned enough income in systematic ways from different streams and what did they buy with it time they bought time right so they have their ideas for their business they have their concepts they know exactly what they need to do to get themselves out of the equation but for that equation to continue to produce right that's really what a business is and it's you know i have a lot of little businesses some of them they are nice cash positive ones some of them not so much Right? Mm -hmm. like, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. And if you give them love and attention, they will grow. Right. But what is the exit strategy? How do you grow them so that you're not the one stuck in there doing the work all of the time? Systems, systems, systems. All day long, I will preach systems. It's all about save yourself time, energy, and money systems. Build out automations, write out standard operating procedures. Do it the same way every single time and write down how you do it so that you can teach somebody else that process. And I mean, break it down to as small as steps as you need to. Or use any screen recording device, like any any of those things that are out there. And literally, you can do a Zoom meeting, you can do a StreamYard, you can do a, I think it's Loom is one of the other ones. I forgot what the yep, name was, yep. a lot of these different uh, platforms. And literally, while you're doing a task, just record it. Because now it's a documented process of you you literally talking through what you're doing. And at the same time, it's recording your screen. Now you have instructions. This is something that somebody else can duplicate and learn from, right? Mm -hmm. That's really what it is. You're developing a process and a system each and, in, in each and every time. And there are some times where processes are already built and you just pay for those because somebody else has been putting in that effort and that time to develop the system. This is why we go to a CRM and we don't build our own CRM. Right. This is why we use uh, PipeDrive, for example. Uh, this is why we use Google Calendars or this is why we use StreamYard. Like all these different things we use because we've developed our own systems and processes to make things smooth and, and to go the way we want them to. So I think this is a perfect time for a pitch, Ham. What do you think? Sure. Why not? What are we pitching? What are we pitching? 
our MVP, dude, our minimum viable product that we were working on today. So here's what we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be doing here very shortly. We're gonna focus on being podcasters because that is what we do. Uh, the you got the picture the back there behind you to show it to prove it. Uh, yeah, all those. <laughs> I, I was talking about the the icons. I mean, the, these guys right up here. Oh, the the logos, the logos, the logos, the yeah. logs, the logs. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> you just just can't be bothered to put that extra O in there. Yeah, they gotta be logs. Yeah, yeah they gotta be logs. You gotta shorten <laughs> a four five letter word to four letters. You got you got yeah. And, and, if, and, and if you did that, it would be logs. It's just one letter too many. I mean, we we gotta try and focus on as many four letter words as possible. <laughs> Damn, when we stumble and fumble, dude, we call each other out, dude. That's how we roll. It's like the it's quarters true. back in the day, dude. Like the quarters. Like the Remember quarters. Remember that? Those were yep. awesome. Yep. All right. Uh, back, anyway, so pitching. Pitch. So our we're, minimum we're viable product is the podcast. The podcast, ladies and gents. Look, we are booked out 10 weeks in advance. We create content for you guys to start giving you a little push in the right direction to get yourself a little confidence, to put your image out there, to get your story out there. That's what we do, right? Every single day, five days a week. And we are booked out 10 weeks in advance, but we got two opportunities for you guys to jump the line. The first one is our $97 option. You get to pick from a 1 p.m. spot. It's a way more open calendar. You're not, you don't got to wait 10 weeks. So you get this podcast the way we do professionally with uh, James's Fire intro. So you have something to listen to every single day to get you pumped and ready to rock and roll. Because, <laughs> you know, it's you know the fire intro. It is. Fun. It is fun. <sighs> fire. I rock and roll. Uh, okay yeah. yeah it's a stretch all right all right <laughs> fine damn back at it again huh? all right I'll pick it on you today me okay so right. i mean yeah oh, yeah yeah, yeah. So the other option so the other option is the uh vip special so you get the same 1 p.m spot but what we're gonna do is we're gonna create Wait, a promo we're video talking about today oh yeah that's our that's, that's what we're our... talking about no we we're talking about we're talking about the upsell off after that. That's the eight ninety seven. I haven't got there yet. All right, all right, all right, all right. Man, jumping the Interrupt. gun. Interrupt. Spoiler Interrupt. alert. James Spoiler jumped the gun. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right. So, anyways, we got the two ninety seven. This is a VIP. This is where we take uh, we create a video promo for your episode, kind of like a movie trailer. Uh, we drop it on all our social medias as well as boost it or boost it as well as paid ads with Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube to get your message out in front of more peoples. And if you like that stuff, right? If you're ready to start marketing yourself to create a brand for yourself, because that's really what it is. And I'll give you the ultimate test. You want to know the power of why we do a podcast and what we recommend is that you do one too, that we help you produce, by the way. The reason why you do it is very simple. If you Googled your name, you would show your results. Go ahead and take a look at those and then Google my name, H-E-R-N-A-N-S-I-A-S. And, and see no what lie, happens. I mean, this, this even works for me because like I haven't done the work that this dude has to, you know, put his Create name out there. And put like, your name out there. My name isn't so much out there, but this is what I wanted to do. Chrome this, is, this is about building a brand. This is about being asked about what you do on a daily basis. So if you're a realtor, for example, 
like if people don't come up to you and when they ask you like when they say what's up to you they're like hey what's up hmm. uh you know how's the market if they're not asking you questions like that that means you haven't done a good enough job of creating a brand of yourself that you are a realtor or an insurance so, agent or whatever so it is for me right i google my name this first one up top jamescs.com that ain't me the second one is me and the third one is me there's a few okay the top three you know three out of the top four are me that's cool but and then it's like a it. bunch of stuff that isn't me at all and there's like one picture of me that was on somebody else's podcast and you know maybe a facebook like none of this stuff is me all right and then we just change the first name look at this guy this is bro's podcast hernan cs hernan cs pipeline insurance this is definitely the real estate bro look at this Hernan Cs. Hernan Cs. This is and it's the not work. just page one. It's page exactly three, page three page and page four and page, and page five. Look at all those pictures. Every this single one is what creating a podcast can do for you. If somebody wants to do business with you, they don't know you. What's the first thing that's going to happen? They're going to Google your name. They're going to search you out. And if you're not creating a brand for yourself, you're not creating <clears> a name for yourself. It's not about being the most famous person in the world. It's about being visible online where the world is existing and spending most of their time. And that's what a podcast can do for you, right? We're 844 episodes in. We got this shit dialed in. We know how to run a show efficiently because we do it every single day. If you want help growing your brand. And you don't have do to it. do it every day. No, that's the thing, right? We are giving you the the ability to post content every day because we're going to help you do all that stuff. Post content every day because it's but all you, about, look, 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 it's not about podcasting every day. We podcast every day because we're crazy and we enjoy this stuff and we we are, you know, out here doing this because, well, we're mostly tiny, it's we're fault. Um, we're all over the <laughs> but, <laughs> but for you, and in this cartoon, it's all about just being in front of people as often as possible. That's what we were talking about earlier today. Uh, when it comes to you know what we want to do with with any of our businesses, it's always about getting in front of people as often as possible. One of the things that we've done, us crazy folk over here, is to do this podcast every single day. You, as a business business owner, whatever, you don't have to do it every day, but you do want content every day, and that's what we're going to help you do by doing just two episodes a month. Two episodes a month. So you record two episodes a month. So on your calendar, it's 45 minutes once every two weeks. That's it. We'll take it from there. We'll create all the content you need to start building your brand. Is it the most engaging where you're going to get millions of fans and build your popularity that way? No, it's not designed to do that. It's to build your presence online. It's to build an, a brand that people know and recognize so that when you meet other people that don't know you yet, they recognize you, your face, your brand, and they ask you an industry question, which is your tee up to the pitch, right? That's what it's all about, giving you opportunities to grow and build your business via branding. So that's eight ninety seven a month, and we'll take care of creating content for you via what we know best, podcasting, baby. So uh, that's that's our, our those are our MVPs. That's our menu. That's what we're going to help you do. Uh, if you need help with some other stuff, we definitely got you on that. We can help you with your Facebook ads, your <clears> YouTube ads, building your paid advertising, which is a whole different strategy from building your marketing insurance strategy. Agent. You want to become an insurance agent? We got you with that as well because that's where James's practice is. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's all we got today, ladies and gents. Exit strategies. How are you going to get yourself out of doing the work? on the day-to-day, -day and building your side hustle.
That's what we talked about. Ham crushed it because he's a systems guy, and that's really what it comes down to. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. Hasta mañana. Peace. Peace. We're out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the business bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.